Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. Welcome to another Unfiltered podcast episode. Our off-season specials continue. It's dream team time. Any player from any era, from any team or competition. There are no rules. We're asking our guests to give us their take on who makes their team and why. Joining me, and it is a great privilege. I've got to say, even though I'm an Eels tragic, I used to marvel at this guy and every single thing he did on the field. Graham Eady, welcome to the podcast. How is life in 2022 treating you, mate? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's probably uh, getting along okay. I've, I've had a couple of operations over the last two years, yeah. but, but uh, yeah, I'm probably, probably getting along all right. I know over the journey you've probably been called worse, but I feel I need to ask about the nickname Wombat. Who and why was responsible? Fred Jones. Um, I was there. For, uh, we were playing touch for to warm up. Yep. And it was my first uh, training session, and it got to a stage where uh, Fredo and Bozo were the captains, and Fredo, uh, I was the last one picked, and he said. Um, <laughs> Okay, wombat head, get over here. <laughs> and it stuck. And yep, the, the the head got dropped after a while, but and it was just wombat, and it's been wombat ever since. There we go. Okay, time to rip in. This is probably the hardest task in rugby league. A guy like you that's been around the game for so many years. We're going to ask you for your thirteen, the thirteen that you'd select to play for your life, uh, as one of the. Game's great number ones. I'm quite sure you would have thought about who your fullback is and probably tossed a bunch of names around. Who have you come up with? I threw a couple around. Um, Clive Churchill mm. and Graham Langlands were wow. the only two that uh, yep. um, come into, into mind there. I know there's, you know, your, your Billy Slaters yep. and, and all that. but. You know, I, I look at uh, look at the way the game was played back then, and and how uh, how these two blokes. Oh, mm. I never saw Churchill play. Yep. But uh, the you know uh, everything that was said about him, he must have been a great player. Yeah. And I I was lucky enough to tour with Chang and play with him. Mm. And um, you know, 
so I, I think I'll go. Um, I'm going to go to Chang. Okay. The irony there is um, he was the Australian fullback before you. You toured together in the UK. He was captain, coach, fullback, got injured, promoted you to give you your test debut. So there's a certain irony there. There there is um, because in that touring side, there was uh, Ted Goodwin and also Ray Brannigan. Who Here we go. Yeah. could play fullback. Absolutely. And Chang went for me, so I owe him something. Yeah, it's a good rap. <laughs> okay, Graham Langland's one of the immortals at fullback. What about your wingers? Ken Irvine. Was he that fast? Yeah. 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 He uh he said to me one day at Brookvale Oval like they um kicked the ball. And I got it, yeah. and as I was running the ball up, he was running back, and uh, I said, come on, Mon- Mongo, and he's gone, I'll be there. And he turned around and he chased and caught me in, in probably really? in 15 metres. And a footballer, though. Like, oh. everyone mentions his speed. I've been told that he had, you know, that natural athletic ability, the football mind and class. Yes, he did. Yeah, really yeah, good. It was, uh, he, was, he was great. Uh, the other winger, it's always hard, isn't it? But the other one, I'll go for Kerry Boosted. We did Wally Lewis last week as our dream team guest, and Bowie was, was on the wing there. Yeah. Probably only played at 77, 78 kilos. So yep. may struggle in the modern game up against the, the, the monsters. Yeah. But what a talent. Oh, he was, he was great, Kerry. And, and as, a, as a player all over, yeah. he, you know, he was, he was great. Probably wouldn't win a 100-metre race, but few would beat him over 20 or 30. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he was quick. Yeah. He was quick. Okay, so we've got Graham Langlands, Ken Irvine, Kerry Boasted. What about your centres? Because you've seen, played with and played against just so many. That era of the 1970s, very early 80s, was littered with mm. class centres. I'd, I'd have to uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm going to hurt, hurt some people, but uh, the, the two, two centres mm. I'm going for was uh, Steve Rogers. The Prince. Yeah. And Mick Cronin. Again, you're not the first one to do that. What made Steve Rogers stand out in your oh, mind? Oh, he, he's he was a he was perfect. You know, everything that he did was great. Um, and you know, we we had some some great times. Uh, well, I played against him in two grand finals that, yeah. that we won, and I I kept telling him, reminding him about <laughs> the wins, but. <laughs> But yeah, so but those two blokes were just fantastic. Mick Cronin, you know, he he could he was just so solid mm. with his defence, with his ball. Yep. Uh, and you know, back in that, it wasn't uh, centre aside. Then it was that's right. It was uh, left and right, and and uh, Mick was always uh, on the inside of Sludge, and Sludge had run off him. Yeah. Mick Cronin, I've been told, physically a good size man, not not huge. But one of those guys, it's almost hard to explain his strength and his balance, hard to get off his feet. Is that oh, true? That's true. That's yeah. true. And I played against Mick, oh, back in 1970. 
So he was playing for Jerringong? He was playing for Jerringong. I was playing for Woi Woi. Wow. And we made the country championship final. And um, we went down there and um, we uh, they beat us yeah. 6-5. And he kicked three goals and I scored a try and kicked a goal. So we scored all the points in the in the game and uh and then what three years later we're on a on a plane going to England, the kangaroos together. Amazing you say that you're on a plane heading over to, to the UK to go on one of the famous kangaroo tours. But this is at a time in rugby league where guys were selected from the country and mm. Nick Cronin, um it was one of those guys, David Waite, I think, was, was yes. taken from the Illawarra. So there were guys on tour that you yep. might not have known, which seems bizarre mm. in this day and age. Well, one bloke from Queensland, uh, Warren Orr. Yeah. And uh, his nickname was Jethro, like Jethro Bodine. <laughs> and uh, it, was a, it was a funny bloke. Yeah. It was a funny bloke. Okay. Uh, who have we got at 5'8", mate? I've got a feeling I might be able to guess this one. 5-8, I'm, I'm going for Bob Fulton. Yep. Um, I, I'm reluctantly with uh, Ian Martin because mm. I think Ian Martin was one of the best 5-8s I'd played with, but, yep. but he never had that attacking flair that Bozo had. Bozo, you know, he could, he could do anything when he, was on, when he had the ball. Such a big part of your early football education at Manly was Bob Fulton in that 1976 grand final. He was, he was fabulous, as were yep. you. Yep. Yeah, he was, uh, he was great to play, uh, play with, to, to be around. Mm. He, was, he was good. Bo's left. In fact, the 76 grand final from last. memory was his last game. He left. Was it Manly's biggest test, the 78 grand final, without Bob Fulton? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so because we won that one in 76. Mm. We didn't make it in 77. That's right. Mm. And then we we came back in, in uh, 78 and we uh, it was just pure heart that got us through that one. Okay, Bob Fulton is wearing six. Who have we got in number seven? This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. Tom Rodonicus. What made Tom special? I mean, obviously, the ultimate competitor. Yes. Yes. Uh, would do anything for you. Yeah. And, uh, and he would 
do anything for anyone in the team. And what he, about when you played against him? Because he was the fibro, you were the silver tail, and yeah. for 80 minutes you hated each other. Yeah. But as I've said to him all the time, you know, I, I lived in a brick veneer home in, in Cromer. Yeah. And you lived in a double brick, double double story place with a pool and spa in Blacktown. <laughs> Who was a silver tail? <laughs> and go. that always got brought up with Tommy yeah. and I. Interesting you put Bob Fulton and Tommy Radonicus in the halves together. Um it'd be the, well Tom'd be the talker, but Bob'd be the organizer, wouldn't yeah. he? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fabulous backline. Now let's get up to the big boys. Who would you have as your lock forward? Malcolm Reilly. The stories that I hear about Malcolm Reilly unbelievable. Uh an admission he was before my time, so I've only seen uh the videos. Uh, the highlights and and heard the heard the yarns. Was he as tough as they say? Yep, he certainly was. He and tough and brilliant and with the ball, with his defence, with his kicking. He mm. could kick. And uh, there was one one uh, thing there. Ron Ron Willie was the coach, and Malcolm said, "Why don't we try something different, coach?" And that we took a tap down. 10 metres from their line. I don't know who we were playing. And uh, Malcolm took the tap with his back to the opposition and uh, when he tapped it, he waited just a, a fraction of a second and he put a little kick over his head and it went into the in-goal area and we scored off it. And a kick facing the wrong way He was over facing his head. the wrong way and he put it over his head and they raced up to get him. Yeah. And uh, we scored in the... In the corner. That is brilliant. So Malcolm really will lock the scrum. What do you got in the second row? Terry Randall. Yeah. I'd like to have two of him. but yeah. <laughs> After just two, Malcolm really and Terry Randall, we know if the fight starts that this Graham Eddy dream team's winning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, um, he just left it all out there, Terry Randall, didn't he? Yep, yep. Physically tough, mentally tough. Um, and He'd two come guys off, come off the field, and he would be just sitting there, wasted after really? the game. Yep. Wow. Who are you partnering in the second row with Terry? Oh, that, that they're they're hard ones. You know. Um, oh, it's. I'd I'd like to put Beats in there. Yeah. Because. Yeah, you know, I've seen him play some great games at second row, um, and and probably that was that was uh, for Australia in in the sixties. Okay, he yeah. was playing second row, so I think I'll go Beatson. There we go. Jeez, this front row is going to be something special if if that is the back row. Um, Arthur always gets praised for for his ball skills and his his football brain. Um, in speaking to some of the guys like yourself that have played with him, and I know I keep mentioning how tough was he, but Arthur beats and you know you'd you'd need a sledgehammer to stop him. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. You know, he, and and he he backed everybody up when he was on the field. Yeah, you know if 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 someone put one on you, beats and put one on them. Yeah, just ask Mick Cronin from. Okay, <laughs> 1980 state of origin. 
Yeah, I, I don't think that was the hardest punch Arthur thrown. No, I, I think you're <laughs> right. Okay, let's move up into the into the engine room. Who have we got uh, as our props? John O'Neill. Lurch, yeah. What made John so good? Why does he get the nod over? Oh, he Sammy? was just a he was a club man uh, or a, a person man for whoever was in the in yep. the side. And, and he, you need uh, them. You need that mix of characters. Oh, you do. Yeah, you do. And that seventy three grand final. Um, that was a that was just a an unbelievable grand final. Mm. I stood at the back and watched everything unfold, and you know, uh, poor little um, no, I won't say poor because he started it all. Tommy Bishop, yeah, he started everything. It was poor Cliff Watson that had to <laughs> had to put the hands up. That's right. Yeah. Is that the toughest final series ever, 73? Yeah, yep. Most physical, most brutal? Yeah, yep. Even though 78 was unbelievable, you know, yeah. we, we had the replays. Yeah. And, you know, where, you know, they, they had the replay uh, the year before. Yeah, 77, 78, yep. back to back. But they, uh, this one was unbelievable, being, a, you know, against Cronulla. Yeah. And they just kept coming and coming and coming, yep. and so did we. Yeah, fabulous. Okay, so Lurch O'Neill on one side of the scrum. Who have you got as the other prop? I'm going to go Cliff Watson. There Not that we. I played against him. Uh, sorry, with, with him, him. Yeah. But I played against him, and that was enough. That was enough. Big and tough and aggressive. Yes. Yeah. Yep. The other bloke would have been Jim Mills. The, yeah. The, uh, the bloke from uh, Wales, but I think. I saw how Cliff handled himself in the grand finals that he was in, and he, he was he was my other one. In an interview with Max Krillich that we've done for the Legends series, he recalls a day Manly against Cronulla, and he said Malcolm Reilly's reputation was so extreme. They moved into the first scrum, and Big Cliffy Watson said, "Hey, Malcolm, keeping the hands down today, are we?" <laughs> I thought, well, if a tough dude like Cliff Watson is asking to keep your hands down, that speaks yeah. volumes yeah. For, for Mal Really, What about the hooker? It comes down to the two, two manly blokes. Uh, I, I think I'd, I'm, you know, Max is probably should get it, but I'm, I'm, I never got to go away with Max in as, a, as being the captain. Yeah. Um, Fredo was always. Such a, a great player, mm. uh, different sort of player to, to Max, but I think I'll, I'll go with Fredo for just that reason that you know he he was a great ball player, yep, uh, you know, and, and he would handle that that area around the ruck so well. Graham Langlands is our fullback. Ken Irvine, Kerry Bostead on the wings. Steve Rogers, Mick Cronin in the centres. Bob Fulton, Tom Radonikus, the halves. The lock is Malcolm Reilly, the second row, Arthur Beetson and Terry Randall. The front row, look out. John O'Neill, Fred Jones and Cliff Watson, Graham Eady, a quality team indeed. Appreciate your time before I let you go. Manly in 22, a chance or not? Yeah. Okay. Yep, they are. 
We'll catch up with Graham after the season gets underway for a Legend Series interview and we'll recap his amazing career from his four premierships to taking the reins from an immortal, a Challenge Cup win and also convincing Larry Corowa to come out of retirement. (laughs) It'll be a beauty. Another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. As we count down to the season, Monday nights we'll drop a Q&A podcast where you're in total control because you're asking the questions. Then on Thursday nights we're dropping the dream team. Any era, any player, any position from any competition. Who makes the cut, who misses out and why? As always, we'll be speaking to the biggest names in the game, both current and from eras gone by, and we've got some huge surprises coming up before round one kicks off. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd ask you to leave a review and a five-star rating on the app you're currently listening on. It's easy, takes 30 seconds, and you can now rate on Spotify. What it does, it increases our position on the search engines as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. We're done for now. Look after yourselves and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.